Hi, welcome to the Australian Rock Blading Podcast. Uh, and today I just want to talk quickly about skate parks versus real street skating. So I've just been catching up with a friend in town and um, and eating some Vietnamese pork roll banh mi. Um, wasn't quite spicy as much as I'd like, but yeah, it's pretty good. Um, and now just driving back to work. Okay, so there's there's one kind of way of thinking about. Uh, aggressive skating that says uh, that to really be authentic and the real deal you got to skate um, street locations and ledges and gaps and um, handrails uh, out in the wild uh, if all you ever do is skate parks then that's not really skating and so you see that in videos that most um, uh, skate videos uh, feature lots of street spots and very little park and, and hardly any ramp which is annoying um, and, and I wanted to talk about that and, and basically speak from my point of view and preferences about why I don't think that's the case, but why there still is a cool place for street. So let me start off with that, why there's still a cool place for street. I don't think anyone's disagreeing with that. Um, but there's, there's something amazing about taking a landscape, uh, a man-made landscape, um, and seeing it differently and using it in a different way and um, and that's what street skating does and it's great as a skater looking at a, um, a landscape and seeing things through that eyes I'm just looking over here at primary school and there's this huge big long kink rail down one side of it and, and I'm seeing that and going wow that's a cool wouldn't it be cool to watch someone ride that huge long kink rail um, and that's great I mean toddlers do that as well if you've ever been for a walk um, down the street with a toddler they'll find things to jump up on and around and through and beside and, and they'll see the space as a playground to interact with and I think skaters do that and that's fantastic I understand of course that owners of property and government people are concerned for the destruction of property uh, and for public safety and so they might be cautious about people skating on things and hurting themselves and suing or skating on things and damaging them I get that but within the bounds of that um, I really like uh, the thought that as much as possible we could make our spaces available for use that way as long as people understand they do so at their own risk. Do you know what I mean? Wouldn't that be brilliant if people stopped capping ledges and, and driving people out of places and instead said one of the ways people interact with these public spaces is through skating them and that even the wax marks and the, the stains left behind by grinding trucks and frames, that that becomes part of our urban landscape. Oh, I mean, I feel the same way about graffiti, that it's part of, you know, rather than being a problem, you know, as long as it's not destroying the shop front of someone's shop, I think it adds to the beauty of a place, you know. Um, uh, so there's a place for that, it's great to see things that way, and I wonder as well for the people who do it, um, and particularly maybe for younger people or more nomadic lifestyle people, um, that there's something about a sense of place that goes on, that skating street spots is part of almost like um, the rollerblader version of territorial pissing, that you're marking your territory, you're saying, I was here. It's kind of, or again, like graffiti, that you're you're saying, I was here, I, I want to have a stake in this place, I want to leave my mark on this place, uh, I've jumped it or grinded it or ridden it or navigated it, you know. I mean, my dad keeps a running journal. And uh, you can track back through his whole life in these little journals. Um, for one of his birthdays, I bound it for him into a little bound thing. I'm not sure if he really cared about that one way or the other, but I thought that was cool. 
um, that you can see where he's travelled around the world by his run diary, where he's run. Um, and uh, you can even track, you know, what's going on in his life, that he'll often run shorter when life's been harder for various reasons. It's, it's a fascinating little thing. Um, but that's part of it, right? A jogger, as they go to different locations, part of their travelling and work travel and holiday travel is to then run in the places they've travelled to, and that's part of them fully being there. Do you know what I mean? Um, and so I think that's a cool just reflection on the role of street skating with a sense of place and belonging and rootedness. And it may be one of the reasons why I don't feel that so strongly anymore is that I get that sense from other things, from religion, from uh, owning my own house, from having a family. Um, even did my, life, my wife loves bushwalking and so I walk with her and so walking is one of the ways as well that I feel that sense of space. So I don't feel I have to skate it to own it. Um, uh, but I do love seeing street skating and I, th there's also a particular kind of beauty that comes from choosing that kind of urban ugly or urban beautiful or semi-rural kind of um, uh, beauty um, and see skating in those locations, that's really awesome. All of that being said, I also think there's a, a great place for park skating and even for exclusively park skating. Look, one reason is convenience. It's just way easier to just go to one place where you can do a bunch of stuff um, and then go again rather than having to do a whole bunch of different spots and only be able to maybe do a few things in that spot. That's one reason. Another is legality stuff, not having to worry about security guards or getting uh, getting any issues there. That's another one. Um, uh, still another thing is safety. Like, skate parks are just safer. You're dealing with a space custom made and cleared and smooth and often with handrails that have uh, banks and slopes on them rather than just stairs. And, um, and so, as, especially as I'm now in my late 30s, um, I want to skate and stretch myself in as safe a way as possible, so a park is the way to go. Um, but I, I still, it can look great. And, and I mean, you see heaps more in European videos that they'll they'll film s skate sections in skate parks, and it still looks great. And so that can be done. And I want to argue that we need to keep space for that in the way we think about um, suitable skating locations. Um, uh, uh, and, and also, um, uh, you can still get all sorts of really stretching stuff in a skate spot. In fact, a more diverse thing and, and definitely better runs of, of um, skating by skating um, uh, uh, parks. There's more, more lines. Um, and then a last thought is that a lot of skate parks are actually beautiful and in beautiful locations. I've already reviewed the Taruna Skate Park. I hope in May to go to... Um, uh, while I'm in Sydney at Bondi to skate and, and, and review and maybe even if I can arrange it, um, do it at the same time as um, uh, uh, maybe even interviewing um, CJ Wellsmore if he happens to be in Sydney at that time. That'd be quite fun if that can be managed. If any listeners can help hook that up, that'd be awesome. Um, uh, but, but that's a beautiful location. You know, that's a beautiful spot. You know, some of those Los Angeles, Venice Beach sort of skate parks are in beautiful locations. Um, uh, and, and again, I've seen some awesome skate videos with skate parks set, or derelict skate parks set in the middle of the forest and this kind of stuff. Awesome. So skate parks can look beautiful and amazing in their own way. They have their own kind of urban landscape dimension to them. Um, and so I, I want to really preserve a place for skate parks. Uh, while also seeing the place for street, but let's not call it real street and dismiss skate parks. At the 
Beef Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch, theme music by Edifice Architect. You can find us on Facebook and SoundCloud or subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you have any questions, comments, requests or podcast contributions, please message us on Facebook. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a once-off or regular contribution. Even just two bucks a month, every little bit helps. See you later.